Welcome to Divorce at Altitude, a podcast on Colorado family law. I'm Ryan Kalamea. Each week, along with my business partner and co-host, Amy Gosha, or an expert, we discuss a particular topic related to divorce or co-parenting in Colorado. In addition, we have created a short series of lessons that will take you through the legal process of divorce and answer your questions from simple to complex. Divorce isn't easy. The end of a marriage, especially when children are involved, brings a great deal of loss and change. We hope these practical tips and insights will help you on your journey to a new and better life. This is a how-to episode on what happens when a party does not fully disclose their assets in a Colorado divorce. Now, as people know, we have a divorce story involving Eric and Melanie Wolf. You also will recall that we have a whole season on divorce procedure. That's season one of the Divorce at Altitude podcast how-to series. It's on our website, so you can check that out. And it really gets into the nuts and bolts of how Eric and Melanie are going to go through divorce in Colorado. And specifically, we addressed the duty of disclosure and what uh, financial information needs to be disclosed between Eric and Melanie Wolf. And I'll summarize that just for your convenience. And under Rule 16.2, Eric and Melanie owe a duty of disclosure to each other. And what the law requires is in a Colorado divorce, Eric and Melanie are going to exchange sworn financial statements that details their income their expenses, their assets and debts. And then they also need to provide backup documentation in connection with those financial disclosures. So that would be bank statements, tax returns, appraisals, uh, various things that are required. So let's say that Eric provides his sworn financial statement to Melanie and he does not disclose that he has a Bitcoin collection or account or that he has some sort of offshore account in the Caribbean, and he does not disclose that. What are Melanie's options if she later discovers it? Well, it depends on the time in which she determines that Eric has been less than forthright and less than candid in the divorce. She also needs to understand that the non-disclosure or misstatement relating to Eric's income is not generally going to matter. And that's pursuant to a case called In Marriage of Daddy Otis. And in that case, there was a Greek gambling business that was not disclosed. And the complaining party said, well, I agreed to pay for maintenance and child support and I shouldn't have. And the court unfortunately denied that request. So it really needs to, the lack of disclosure or misstatement needs to get to property. The other thing I'll mention is that if Eric forgets to disclose, let's say, a credit card statement or a credit card account or amount of money that he loaned from his college buddy and he later discovers that, well, the court's not going to be too sympathetic and he's generally going to be responsible for that unless there's some sort of good reason why. But going back to our scenario of Melanie, what are her options in connection with a Bitcoin account? And let's say it's a million dollars of Bitcoin. Well, it depends on when she discovers it. If it's within six months of the court entering in the decree, then she can file a motion under Rule 60. She can claim that there was a mistake or she can claim that there was some sort of fraud. But if it's beyond the six months, she's going to have up to five years because under Rule 16.2 E subsection 10, a court retains jurisdiction over a divorce in which there 
there was a misstatement or omission that is material. So if Eric didn't disclose an account that had a hundred bucks in it, that's probably not going to be material and it's probably not going to change the division of property. As I said before, a million dollars certainly is going to change any divorce agreement or trial. And the court is going to allow Melanie an opportunity to engage in discovery. So how much is this Bitcoin account worth? When did he obtain it? How much is it worth? And significantly, the court, in pursuant to a fairly recent case, is going to value that account as of the date of the hearing on, and it could be a couple couple years later. What happens if Eric has spent that money? Well, you know, you're going to be dealing with some really complex issues, but the important point is that Melanie has various methods or uh, paths in order to get her million dollars or her a portion of that million dollars. The court is not going to look very favorably on Eric, and one would expect that his best case scenario is to equally divide it. So oftentimes what we do in as divorce lawyers is to make sure that if there is an agreement between Eric and Melanie, that all assets are fully discovered or disclosed in a divorce to make sure that there's no later claim of divorce remorse or something that allows a party to reopen a divorce. Because some of the worst things that can happen, divorce being one of them, is to re-litigate a divorce over again. Thanks for listening or watching this short lesson on the Divorce Altitude podcast. If you found this helpful, please leave a review or share with a friend. It does help for others that are going through or thinking about a divorce in Colorado. If you want to find out more information, please visit kalamea.law or divorcealtitude.com. And that's K-A-L-A-M-A-Y-A.law. Remember, this is educational information. It's not intended to be legal advice. Please consult with an attorney about the particulars of your case. We're happy to answer questions. Feel free to give us a call at 970-315-2365.